From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Money Girl Podcast. I appreciate you downloading the show. My name is Laura Adams. I'm an award-winning finance author who's been bringing you personal finance and small business tips every week since 2008. I also work with select brands doing on-camera and writing work as a PR spokesperson and consumer advocate. Here on the show, I cover a wide range of personal and small business topics like building credit, dealing with debt, investing for retirement, owning real estate, paying taxes, insurance, money management strategies, and so much more. So if you're ready for more knowledge, resources, and motivation to manage money the best way possible and create a richer life, you are definitely in the right place. Be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love you to participate by sending me your money question or comment. You can do that by calling 302-364-0308 and leaving a voice message 24-7. And you can visit lauradadams.com. That's my site where you can use my contact page to email me and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. Today's show was inspired by the recent collapse of several banks with significant exposure to the technology sector, namely Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB, and Signature Bank. SVB's downfall began when they announced they were looking to raise capital. That set off alarm bells for their customers, which began a chain reaction of depositors pulling funds out of the bank. The problem is that SVB was heavily invested in bonds. The bonds declined in value due to the Fed's interest rate hikes in 2022. So when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. So as the customers moved their money out of the bank, SVB suddenly had to sell the bonds at steep losses to fund those withdrawals. And as SVB ran out of money to pay the depositors, they got seized by the FDIC regulators. The Biden administration did make all depositors whole by temporarily increasing their FDIC insurance to avoid additional potential banking problems. SVB was the second largest bank failure ever in the United States. It really took me back to 2008 when I was just starting this podcast. And at that time, we saw the biggest ever bank collapse of Washington Mutual during that financial crisis. At the time, everyone was panicked about FDIC limits. So I did some podcasts explaining it. And since that was about 15 years ago, I thought it was time to revisit the topic. We're going to review what the FDIC does 
and how to make sure your money is always protected. Plus, I'll review how it compares to SIPC protection on certain investments. So we'll start with reviewing FDIC insurance, and FDIC stands for the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. It's an independent agency created by Congress in 1933 to keep our banks healthy and to maintain Americans' confidence in our financial system. It was established as a response to thousands of bank failures that happened during the Depression in the late 1920s and early 1930s. FDIC insurance only applies to deposits at member banks, and those banks pay premiums to the FDIC. That coverage is backed by the, quote, full faith and credit of the federal government to ensure bank deposits, supervise banking activity, advocate for consumers, and manage receiverships when a covered institution goes out of business. FDIC covers checking accounts, savings, money market deposit accounts, and certificates of deposit, or CDs. Note that credit unions that belong to the NCUA, that stands for National Credit Union Administration, get some similar protections. So it is critical that you only put your money in insured institutions. Be aware that neither FDIC nor NCUA coverage ensures any financial product or investment like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, cryptocurrency, annuities, or life insurance, even if you bought those products from an insured institution. While there is a limited amount of SIPC coverage for investments, it's very different from FDIC or NCUA protections. And SIPC stands for Securities Investor Protection Corporation. And I'll touch on what it covers uh, toward the end of the show. So let's talk about how FDIC insurance works. You've probably heard that when you deposit money in an FDIC-insured bank, you get coverage up to $250,000. Since there's some nuance to that limit, I want to explain more about how it works. I want you to understand that the $250,000 coverage applies per account owner and account type and per institution. So stay with me and, and I'll explain this. Firstly, since you get separate coverage for deposits at different banks, it's wise to spread out your money when you exceed the limit for an account type. And I'll talk more about that. There are many different bank account types, but some of the most common that you might be using right now are single, joint, trust, and retirement. That means you can qualify for much more than $250,000 if you've got money in different institutions or even if you've got different account types, such as single ownership in your name only and joint ownership with somebody else, like a spouse or partner. You know, even if you've got those at the same bank, you can get more than $250,000 in coverage. So let me give you an example. Let's say you've got a checking and a savings account in your name only. Those would be single ownership accounts. You can have any combination of $250,000 in those single ownership accounts, such as $25,000 in checking and $225,000 in savings. All of that would be covered. But, you know, if you had $250,000 in savings, you would have $25,000 above the FDIC limit. 
Now, if you have joint accounts, each co-owner gets insurance up to 250000 So it's per person per account type. So you and a spouse would receive up to $500,000 as a couple for your shared accounts. In addition, if you open your own individual savings separately, it would have $250,000 of coverage on top of your joint account coverage. So it gets a little confusing, but just remember that uh, the coverage comes down to account types per person per institution. Now, in some situations, you might receive higher FDIC insurance limits. For instance, if you have a cash account with a brokerage firm, they may allocate your funds across multiple banks and offer much more coverage than an individual bank. For instance, my brokerage recently increased FDIC coverage to $2 million for individual accounts and $4 million for joint accounts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Although FDIC-insured bank customers can certainly rest easy knowing deposits are insured up to limits, no matter why an institution fails, there is not a similar insurance for investors. However, the SIPC gives you some relief if your stockbroker, mutual fund family, or brokerage closes due to financial trouble and your money is missing. The SIPC is a nonprofit corporation created by Congress in 1970 
to cover investors' losses up to certain limits. It acts as a trustee or works with an independent court-appointed trustee to recover missing cash, stocks, or other securities if your brokerage goes out of business for whatever reason. It's just mismanaged or there's fraud involved, and it still owes you money. The SIPC oversees that recovery process to ensure customer claims are paid fairly on a pro rata basis. If the SIPC can't fully satisfy all investors' claims, they have a reserve account funded by member brokers that can get used to make up the difference up to certain limits. And you've probably seen this SIPC, you know, membership at certain brokerages online uh, or, you know, in uh, local offices. The reserve can supplement each investor's losses for up to $500,000. And that includes a maximum portion for cash claims of $250,000. Be aware that the SIPC does not protect every type of investment. They generally do not work to return funds for futures contracts, limited partnerships, cryptocurrency, or fixed annuity contracts that are not registered with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC. Nor do they ever cover losses due to market volatility. So only do business with SIPC member brokerages. If you're not sure if a investment firm is covered, you can visit the SIPC website to search for companies in their member database. To sum up, the SIPC differs from the FDIC because it does not insure invested funds. The SIPC helps investors when their money gets stolen if their brokerage goes out of business, but they don't bail out investors from making bad investments or market volatility. There's no guarantee or insurance against losses or fraud in any investment marketplace. As you know, different types of investments come with varying amounts of risk. Being an investor means understanding these inherent risks and being willing to take the gains with the losses. But your money in bank accounts is much safer because of the FDIC limits that I covered. And that's why it's a great place, not for your long-term investments, but for your short-term financial goals. So I hope the show has given you some perspective on all of the bank and FDIC information we've been hearing in the news lately. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey.